welcome to the Becoming a Better You podcast, where personal growth meets professional development. This is your source for soft skills awareness, enhancement, and personal mastery. I'm your host and your guide, Herm Allen. It is my desire that today you will walk away one step closer to becoming a better you. Thanks for tuning in. personal growth. Herm Allen, welcome to another episode of the Becoming a Better You podcast with Herm Allen. Uh, Today I want to talk about a topic that I think is uh, very, very useful. Uh, Not that all of the other topics that I've talked about aren't useful, but this one today, hopefully this will help out many of us who are dealing with anger. There's so much going on at the macro level, meaning, you know, in the world around us, all the way down to the micro level in our personal lives. There's so much to be angry about. And I don't want you to think I'm saying angry. Anger is a bad thing. Anger is not a bad thing. And I'll get into that in in a few moments here. But what I want to talk about today is mastering your anger and what that means and some strategies and tips that you can begin implementing immediately to help you deal with anger, regardless of the source or cause of that anger. So hang in there with me as I go through this and and take notes if you need to I would encourage you to listen to this multiple times because each time you may get something out of it but I also must must add that in order to master your anger you have to want to master your anger there's a difference between mastering your anger and having a desire to and hanging on to the anger. One's beneficial, one isn't. That's another Captain Obvious statement. So without further delay, let's dive into this topic of mastering your anger. Now, in order to master your anger, you, you first need to gain control over or improve management over your emotions. Hmm. No doubt, right? You'll need to get into a mindset that allows you to think before you act or speak when you're angry or when you feel anger bubbling deep down in the recesses of your being. If you don't learn to control your anger, You may destroy the relationships around you and cause physical and emotional harm to those around you as well as yourself. 
So let's dive in and talk about anger. Anger serves an important purpose. Anger is an emotion that tells us that something is wrong. Even taking it a step further, our emotions is just information that our body is telling us that something may be wrong, something may be dangerous, as well as something is exciting and joyful. So there's a place for our emotions, which means that there's also a place for an emotion such as anger. However, anger is something that can get out of control. And sometimes a lot of us have allowed it to get out of control. You know, even in the Bible, it says anger, but sin not. And that's just another way of don't let your anger get your butt into trouble. <laughs> that That's as, as, as simple as I can put that. But anger, it, it can help us to get out of dangerous situations. But sometimes the threats are just perceived. And anger is not an appropriate emotion. There's time and a place for it. Anger itself is not the main problem here. It may help you to try to feel less anger in some situations. But for the most part, your goal should be to learn how to express yourself in a much healthier way. All right. So he, here are a few strategies that'll help you keep a cool head. You may not have to use all of them. You may not be interested in using all of them. But as I have stated throughout the duration of this podcast, I'm just providing you with tools for your tool belt to become a better you. All right. So let, let, let's take a look at each of these. I have a few of them. So just just hang in there. Hang in there with me. The first strategy is don't react. Now, reacting and responding are two different elements here. Reacting is acting without thinking about what it is that you're doing. A response is you're putting some thought into it. Here I want to talk about don't react. What you want to do is think about the situation that has gotten you into trouble in the past or even most recently. You likely immediately reacted to the problem at hand with angry emotions. Whenever you're presented with a stressful situation, it's important to withhold impulsive reactions. And that's key there. The impulsive reactions, meaning you're not in control. You're not in control. What you want to do is think about what's really going on and then decide how you really feel about everything. The key here is to stop before you do anything. Stop before you do anything. This is getting into the area of improving and activating your emotional intelligence. And I talked about that in an earlier episode. So if you need to learn more about emotional intelligence, at least the basic tenets of emotional intelligence, go back and listen to that episode. It'll give you a good foundation to what I'm talking about here. But since you're already here, let's let's move on. All right. So the first strategy is is don't react. 
the next one is take time to cool down. Okay, say you've already blown up. You know, you're not always in a situation where you can take as long as you want without a reaction. I get it. If you're feeling extremely angry, however, make sure you take a few moments to cool down. Get yourself under control. Before you react, try counting to 10 or 100 or whatever it takes in order to give yourself at least a moment to get into the right mindset. That's another key here. You need to be in the right mindset. Oftentimes, your your anger puts you in a mindset where you're no longer in control of your thinking. Your, your, your prefrontal cortex in your brain, that cognitive, rational mindset is inoperable. You're operating from your your, 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 your primal brain, your amygdala, your just reacting out of your pure, raw emotions. And that's not always good. So take time to calm down, to get yourself in control. You know, you don't want to be a slave to your anger. Just as you don't want to be a slave to another human, another person, don't allow yourself to be a slave to your own emotions, your own anger. No one wants to be controlled. So take time to cool down. Number three, don't worry about other people. Yeah, I I also have talked about, you know, those things that, you know, why are you comparing yourself to other people? Why do you care what other people think about you? You know, sometimes you may get angry about other people's opinions of you. Hear me, hear me out here. Opinions are a dime a dozen. But that don't mean you have to make a purchase. A dime a dozen. But that don't mean you have to make a purchase. When you get caught up in other people's opinions, you end up forgetting about yourself. You're giving more value in what they're saying about you than what you already are saying about yourself. Now, if you're having self-esteem issues, that's that's a whole different conversation that I'm not going to address here. However, this is how your emotions can get out of hand, but you can only ignore yourself for so long. What you believe about yourself should supersede what others think of aside from feedback. Even when you're receiving corrective feedback, you have the choice to receive it or not. Even when you're receiving feedback, you have a choice of whether to receive it or not. But you got to find that balance between opinion and feedback. The choice is still up to you as to what you do with that information. But overall, don't worry about what other people think about you unless there's something that definitely needs to change through the feedback process. Okay? Number four, start exercising. And this is something that I need to start doing myself or to get better at doing. You know, a daily exercise routine can, it can help you release energy and emotions. You know, if anger arises, you can also go out for a walk, you know, a hike, a run, or play some sports if you're in condition physically to do that as an outlet for that anger. Nonetheless, you must find a way to productively release any anger 
you're holding on to. Notice I said productive. All right. That's four things that you can start today. Don't react. Take time to cool down. Don't worry about other people and start exercising. That's four right there, right off the bat. I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the last three and some closing comments. All right. So hold on. I'll be right back. Hey, what's up? Herm Allen here. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and subscribe to the Becoming a Better You podcast. You owe it to yourself and to those around you. Because when you become a better you, you become better at who you're meant to be. So go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And always remember, personal growth makes you better. Here we go. You got four in your tool belt. Let me give you three more. I want to give you a total of seven here. The, the fifth strategy, and I know this is going to be hard for some of you, might be hard for all of you, but hear me out. Don't hold grudges. I know I probably lost some of you with this one. A grudge only hurts you in the long run. Learn the art of forgiving and forgetting. And when I say forgetting, I'm not saying that you're condoning what has happened to you or that you, uh, you know, aren't thinking anything of it. Forget it to the point that it's no longer baggage that you're carrying. And that's the whole premise of forgiving It's not releasing them of any responsibility or accountability for what they may have done to you or what they may have said to you. What it's doing is releasing you from carrying that baggage unnecessarily because if it's not serving you, what's the point? It can bring peace to you and maybe the person you're holding a grudge against. Cause sometimes you may be holding a grudge towards someone who either has forgotten that they've done anything to you or either it's been so far in the past that it really is a non-issue, but you're still, again, you're still carrying that. This is a productive way of releasing anger, but it must be genuine and not performative. And what I mean by performative, you're not doing it just to sound or look good. Be genuine and not holding a grudge. Even in doing so, you don't have to engage or interact with that person any longer. If that's the choice that you made and if that'll help you to move forward, then do what must be done to move forward. Because sometimes being in the presence of people who have done you wrong, yeah, it can bring up that 
anger in you. It'll anger. It may still be festering there. So a little time, a little forgiving, releasing, move on, but don't hold grudges. And the key word there is hold. Okay. Number six, practice relaxation. You know, anger arises more often if you're tense and stressed. Try studying different relaxation techniques that, uh, that'll help you to unwind. You know, some of these techniques may include, but, you know, you don't have to use all of them, but some of you may be doing some of these. Some of these may be new. You may be able to try some, some of them. That, that includes yoga, prayer, and meditation. Taking a bath. <laughs> yes, you, you can clean off all of that anger. Just get all of that grime right up off of you. Deep breathing techniques. Listening to music, which is one of my personal favorites. Or journaling. You know, get the angry thoughts onto paper. Write them out. Get them out of your head, out of your heart, and onto paper. I've even heard of a technique and I, I believe I may have mentioned this before, but write down the anger that you feel and what brought you to that point. And once you get it down on paper, crumble it up, throw it away, burn it, do whatever, but throw it away. Symbolically, you're getting rid of that anger. It may work for some of you. Some of you, you might not be at that point where you can do that. But nonetheless, it's another technique that you can possibly use. And my last strategy here, learn healthy anger expression. Now, now, what does that really mean? Well, I'm going to tell you. Here, the trick is not to completely ignore your anger, but to express it in a healthy manner. How do you do that? Well, after you've taken some time to cool down, consider your words carefully and communicate why you're feeling angry in a calm fashion. Talk about it. Communicate. Why are you angry? I know I used to, uh, this was many years ago, say I'm angry, but I don't know why. You got to figure out why you're angry. You don't just become angry for no reason. Especially in today's world, there's enough out there to make you angry. So why would it profit you to become angry and not even know why you're angry in the first place? But come to terms with why you're angry. Identify those feelings. Find out what it is that's gotten you to that point. And once you've gotten to that point, now let's dissect where the anger is coming from. Is there justification in your anger? Or is the anger misplaced or misinterpreted? Again, anger is, is, is not as simplistic as we think it is. However, dissect it, break it down, cool down, find out why you're angry, identify the source. Now let's find out a solution to keep us from getting to that point again. That's how you learn healthy anger expression. Will you always get it right? Probably not. Yeah, there are going to be probably times when that anger it surprises you and just you'll just pop off. I'm not saying that you're right or wrong. The question is, what are the consequences that are going to arise 
out of the anger. So if you learn healthy anger expression, you can minimize negative outcome. Understand that? I, I hope you do. So that that's seven techniques, seven strategies. And real quickly again, those seven are don't react, take time to cool down, don't worry about other people, start exercising, don't hold grudges, practice relaxation techniques, and learn healthy anger expression. Now, you may think that you have mastered your anger if you've gone through these techniques and strategies, but you might actually just be suppressing it, which could end up making everything worse. So you want to make sure that you are managing and not suppressing. Because even because when you suppress it, it may force its way back. But when you manage it, you have an innate awareness of how to manage it. See the difference between suppressing your anger instead of managing your anger. When you suppress your anger, it ends up buried deep inside and it'll come out in undesirable ways. You could start to feel overly stressed. You could get headaches or you may even start to have problems with high blood pressure and other physical and physiological illnesses. Your mental health may begin to suffer as well. Think about that. Suppressing anger, as you probably know, has been known to lead to lifelong problems with depression. So, yeah, you have to find a release, but it needs to be a controlled release. It needs to be uh, a, a healthy release of that anger. You should seriously take into consideration that if you've been feeling especially out of control, there's nothing wrong with seeking the help of a counselor or other trained health professional. If it's therapy that you need to control your anger, if it's gotten to that point where you feel like you have no ability to control it, seek the help of someone who can guide you through processes and, 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 and options for dealing with that anger if it has gotten to that point. You owe it to yourself and everyone around you. All right? So learn to master your anger. It takes practice. It takes time. It takes commitment. It takes desire. It takes your will. But trust me when I say this, in the long run, and maybe sometimes even in the shorter run, it is necessary to learn how to master your anger. All right, good people. That's all I have for you today. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. Go back and listen to this episode again. Let it become a part of who you are so that you can become a better you. Because when you become a better you, those around you will see the difference. And you may just rub off a little bit of who you are now onto them. You're not going to change people, but you can change how people interact and deal with you when they see that you have become a better person. All right. So with that being said, 
I'm out until next episode. And I got a three-part series coming up after this. So you're going to enjoy this. At least I hope you'll enjoy the next uh, three episodes after this one. So with that being said, always remember, personal growth makes you better. Peace out, y'all.